0: nothing has ever appeared in man's world but what man decreed that it should this you may deny but try as you will you cannot disprove it for this decreeing is based upon a changeless principle man does not command things to appear by his words which are more often than not a confession of his doubts and fears decreeing is ever done in consciousness every man automatically expresses that which he is conscious of being Without effort or the use of words, at every moment of time, man is commanding himself to be and to possess that which he is conscious of being and possessing. This changeless principle of expression is dramatized in all the Bibles of the world. The writers of our sacred books were illumined mystics, past masters in the art of psychology in telling the story of the soul they personified this impersonal principle in the form of a historical document both to preserve it and to hide it from the eyes of the uninitiated today those to whom this great treasure has been entrusted namely the priesthoods of the world have forgotten that the bibles are psychological dramas representing the consciousness of man in the blind forgetfulness they now teach the followers to worship its characters as men and women who actually lived in time and space When man sees the Bible as a great psychological drama with all of its characters and actors as the personified qualities and attributes of his own consciousness, then, and then only, will the Bible reveal to him flight of its symbology. This impersonal principle of life which made all things is personified as God. This Lord God, creator of heaven and earth, is discovered to be man's awareness of being. If man were less bound by orthodoxy and more intuitively observant, he could not fail to notice in the reading of the Bible that the awareness of being is revealed hundreds of times throughout this literature. I am hath sent me unto you. The world, and all within it, is man's conditioned consciousness objectee. fee. Consciousness is the cause as well as the substance of the entire world. So it is to consciousness that we must turn if we would discover. The secret of creation, knowledge of the law of consciousness and the method of operating this law will enable you to accomplish all you desire in life. Armed with the working knowledge of this law, you can build and maintain an ideal world. Consciousness is the one and only reality, not figuratively but actually. This reality may for the sake of clarity be likened unto a stream which is divided into two parts, the conscious and the subconscious. In order to intelligently operate the law of consciousness, it is necessary to understand the relationship between the conscious and the subconscious. The conscious is personal and selective, the subconscious is impersonal and non-selective. The conscious is the realm of effect, the subconscious is the realm of cause. These two aspects are the male and female divisions of consciousness. The conscious is male, the subconscious is female the conscious generates ideas and impresses these ideas on the subconscious, the subconscious receives ideas and gives form and expression to them. By this law, first conceiving an idea and then impressing the idea con. on the subconscious, all things evolve out of consciousness. And without this sequence, there is not anything made that is made. The conscious impresses the subconscious, while the subconscious expresses all that is impressed upon it. The subconscious does not originate ideas, but accepts as true those which the conscious mind feels to be true and, in a way known only to it self, objectifies the accepted ideas. Therefore, through his power to imagine and feel and his freedom to choose the idea he will entertain, man has control over creation. Control of the subconscious is accomplished through control of your ideas and feelings. The mechanism of creation is hidden in the very depth of the subcon. Cheers!
1: O oh, make no comment of the value to be made by the beholder, as the extraction of value is made by the ambitious perception seeking answers of itself and not them who hold open hands up for passers-by to explain that which they could not know. The knowledge required is unique to each one, to be drawn out from within the self and applied to become then wisdom, for knowledge can only be wisdom by application, so applying the law of God has a lot to do with my mindful choice of feeling and thought and the easy holding of that grace strong understanding that is a relief and greatest comfort that I am bound to be in that way of being as God is for seeking is not finding and I am going directly to feeling as though this dream of God my own is I believing this life here is real and not a dream That dreaming is not understanding that you are dreaming is being asleep, asleep in the dream and doomed to mediocrity, horrid reeking mediocrity that would seek to extinguish all light in mankind, the metaphysical theater is incapable of the reflection of mediocrity by its authentic essence its limitless potential to be beyond the mundane, has not yet been fully explored to the discoveries of boundless wealth, intensities inspirational confederations corporations of incremental indemnified accessories.
2: Today's metaphysical story time is brought to you by MoldResistantStrains.com, the best supplier of marijuana seeds, products and information about marijuana and marijuana cultivation on the internet. Mold Resistant Strains is my favorite most reliable source for my daily cancer eliminating food and smoke. The following story is on the Mold Resistant Strains website but was written by me, jaunters.com It's a true story but has nothing to do with today, the story is from over 25 years ago. Written by Elder. Gone are the days of Hawaii's sugar cane fields, where gorilla growers planted massive cannabis patches. Gorilla growing marijuana. Callie, Dean and I would grow around 100 pounds every three months. I personally sowed a five-gallon bucket full of seeds with Dean that later was busted by helicopters Op. Green harvest. The newspaper said it was 250,000 plants. This was the scale of our operations. Dean used to say, plant one for the rippers, one for the cops, and one for yourself, and this formula was amazingly accurate. We would fill 98-quart coolers with sealed pounds and ship them to Alaska, the same coolers would return filled with smoked salmon, gold dust and cash. Callie and Dean were two brothers from the mainland United States. They came out to the Big Island of Hawaii around 1978. Callie was the older of the two and he was a smooth talker with an animal magnetism and true genius for making a buck. Dean was the workhorse, while Callie was the golden tongue salesman. By 1983 when I had met the pair, they had already made a couple million dollars cultivation and moving marijuana. I started out by trimming with Dean, and we soon became good friends that later worked together starting, planting, harvesting, trimming and also doing some smaller deals. Callie was regularly moving 100 pound lots and money was no object to him. I personally worked on his now famous house in the Hamakua coast of the Big Island. The house is a work of art filled with works of art. I often wonder if the new owners are aware of the secret compartments within the house. We were a group of nine original lost souls deemed the lost boys. You see, there was no work anywhere on the big island from 1982, 1986 due to the end of Hawaii's sugar industry. I was unaware of the crushing poverty that would result because of this. Imagine everyone you know being suddenly unemployed without any alternative for new employment. If you had a hotel job or such, you kept it. Others, like us would generate income from the cultivation and sale of marijuana, eventually buying off-grid plots of land under the table to homestead on. Man did we have AA time, those were truly the Wild West days, as the locals describe it. Weed was a provider of the fulfillment of life and dreams. And we grew the s******** out of it. Growing weed back then was an outlaw totally criminal enterprise, so at least we knew where we stood. Today, the laws appear to be geared for each state's benefit. Ambiguous and confusing, the climate today for pot growers is a strange brew obviously designed sour, leaders can do just about anything they want while growers on the other hand will be told what to do and like it. I gorilla grew multiple thousands of pounds of marijuana and although my time is over, your time is here. Cash cropping Cash cropping. Gorilla growing wheat is farming, and farming is backbreaking work. It's also no sure thing, you're subject to the elements, and other unpredictable situations. Back when I was doing it you had rippers pot thieves, cops, jealous neighbors and your own shortcomings all working against you. So gorilla growing and making a million bucks worth of wheat is in was not at all like falling off a log. Large-scale gorilla growing cannabis is for the foolhardy brave with strong bodies. Sure you got these scientists today with their indoor hydroponic grow rooms, but I'm not one of them. I'm the Big Island Gorilla Combat Grower and to know what I know costs pain, blood, sweat and tears. Of course I'm not going to divulge all of my functional secrets on a blog on the internet. Everything I have shared here is common knowledge on the Big Island. If you want to be successful at gorilla growing weed, you will have to pay your own dues. Let me just say this about that. Say by fortune you get a hold of about 500 seeds of a good strain. Then you do everything right, starting out seedlings, finding a secure spot, incorporating stealth and camouflage, amending the soil right, enough heat and sunlight, plenty of good water, and harvesting at the right time. Good job. Congratulations. Now you gotta get rid of the stuff. A whole new can of worms has crawled into your life. Though I must admit that today it's an easier market than ever before, but it still has to be profitable. What does one lot go for today? Well, back when it was totally illegal I could get 4000 a pound, do the math but today good luck getting half that, right? In Seattle, street weed goes for between 10 to 20 bucks a gram, but why buy on the streets with so many legal shops selling grade AAA plus for 2 grams per 20? It takes a lot of $20 sales to unload 1000 pounds. I don't envy you in that aspect of today's weed market, it's a buyer's market. Green Harvest Operation Green Harvest was a decades-long effort to eradicate marijuana in Hawaii. Helicopters would fly over private and public property searching for marijuana plants to destroy. They would typically spray the plants with a foul mixture of diesel and coloring, bright orange or red. Other times dropping down men to seize the plants. All paid for with tax dollars of course, because we all knew the heinous evil that marijuana causes. Hell on Wheels. Silver Chevy trucks equipped with menacing push bumpers and roll bars carrying decked-out uniformed officers brandishing M16s were tearing up around the neighborhood, destroying every house they stopped at. My neighbors were standing in a line all handcuffed with M16s pointed in their direction. Our own house front door was blasted right off the hinges, no lock on it by the way, just had to open it. Our water lines all cut, windows broken and not a single pot plant or any drugs found whatsoever on our land. No warrant, no apology. After leaving the rubble of their destruction behind, another helicopter flies in before sunset, no tail number, no markings of any kind, just a jet black McDonnell Douglas E-500. The helicopter lands at our neighbor's house while he is in jail. Two guys dressed in black with black masks covering their faces get out and loot the house, not only do they take large sacks of weed out but also all personal items of value, including cash. A few days later a Green Harvest helicopter was shot down near Hanukkah, Big Island. But the war had not yet started. I was too young still to understand it all. But that showed me the ugly truth, and the ugly truth would come back to haunt everyone involved tenfold. I am a true Howley yes and I'll wear it like a badge of honor until death. Written by Elder This is the Metaphysical Theater Amture FM podcast Baby by Nabini Biala